It's always good to see him. Always a smile on his face. Hello, Dennis Stewart. How are you for this I'm Friday? I'm very well, Dave. I'm feeling much better today after yesterday, aren't you? Not as hot and toasted <laughs> as we were yesterday. Although, I, I, like you, I probably sat in my air-conditioned <laughs> office and uh, survived better there than outside. We definitely drained that air conditioning, that's I for sure. we did. A great topic today. We're looking at some of the most popular mm. herbs. Yes. Look, over the year, we've mentioned many herbs and supplements, etc. But as we draw to the end of the year, I thought it might be useful to touch on, say, the best three, in my opinion, that these days needs to be seriously taken on board. From Charlestown, good afternoon, Helen. Hello there, how are you? Hello, Helen. How are we going to help you? Well, I have been suffering severe perspiration, yes. sweating in my head and on my face yes. for a couple of years now, and yes. I'm 70 years of age yes. and unable to take... Um, HRT. HRT. Yeah. So do you have any herbal remedies that... Could help. Could be of help to me. Helen, I'll tell you a story that will encourage you. Probably 25 years ago, I saw a lady who came up from Goulburn to visit her daughter on the central coast. I was practising in Gosford, where I still practise, one day a week. But she came up, and while she was there, uh, she came to see me because since she had gone through the change, she had suffered... Uh, terribly from exactly the same problem that you're suffering from. Her hair was constantly yes. a mass of sweaty ringlets yes. and uh, that compromised her social life yes. and she was very, very distressed. So her daughter uh, suggested that she see me while she was up visiting her and I did something that was very simple uh, but very soundly based. In the, in the British Herbal Pharmacopoeia of 1983, which is pretty well the Bible of modern herbal medicine. In other words, herbal medicine on a scientific as well as an empirical base. When we look there at the herb sage, yes. you'll find that sage is called up in that literature as being an antihydrotic herb. Now, what does that mean? Yes. Antihydrotic means that it works against perspiration. Right. So what I suggested this woman do was to get some sage, and I can't think of what form I prescribed it in. It may have been liquid, it may have been capsule. But anyway, she stayed up with her daughter for about a month. That woman went back to Goulburn without perspiration, without a head full of sweaty ringlets. Oh, so what I'm no. going to... And I had a woman uh, saw me in my rooms yesterday who similarly uh, has... I'm, I'm sorry, in, in, um, in, on Wednesday in my rooms at Gosford... Uh, she had just come back uh, from Europe and uh, she had done remarkably well here in Australia on a medication based on sage, right. um, couldn't um, take it with her and found that when she got to the UK, um, she was suffering again from this sweaty perspirational thing that you're suffering from mm -hmm. and she, she was able to access a concentrated preparation of sage which got her through again, and she saw me last uh, Tuesday to repeat it here. So what I'm going to suggest you do yes. is um, get hold of some sage. It comes in various forms. Right. You are probably wise to get a concentrated form, which is probably a liquid extract. Right. Now, they may not be readily available, so um, you, are, you will get it certainly from my rooms at 39 Alma Road, New Lambton, but if you have a compounding pharmacist, or an atropath or a herbalist that has a dispensary where you are, uh, get the fluid extract of sage right. and take it in about a two mil dose. Two mil. 
three times daily. Now, if you can't get it in that form, you should contact me in my rooms, uh, 49562321, and I will talk to you about getting it in a solid form, a capsule or a tablet. Oh, right, okay. But you've got to give that a go. You have the liquid extract Yeah, we have the liquid extract. Okay. But let me just say this, Helen, what I've found working with these sorts of problems that ladies experience subsequent to the menopause is that one remedy will work dramatically for quite a number of ladies, but yet paradoxically there is that occasion where it won't work at all. But the good thing about it is that it works in many cases, SAGE does. It's not expensive. It's harmless. It's not going to upset any uh, hormonal worries that you have. Um, Have you had any sort of um, breast problems, anything like that? No. Okay. Well, I'm I'm not a great fan of HRT, so um, stick with, in my opinion, give the, the SAGE a go. And I'll help you work through that because I've had some very good results and I'm happy to have passed this information on to you. There you go, Helen. Hopefully that helps. And Charlestown, you're not too far away from Alma Road, New Lambton. Helen, it might be worth a visit to the uh, the uh, the uh, rooms there of Dennis's and good luck with that. By Colet Saltash. How are you doing there, Cole? I'm really well, thanks. And yourself? Hello, Cole. How are you doing? Oh, excellent, thanks. Good, Dennis. good. How can we help great, you, Cole? Great fan. Um, had a fairly uh, active case of solar solar keratosis yes. on my bald head. Yes. Forearms. Yes. Went away for a week, and a friend had some um, 50 plus sunscreen mm-hmm. that's active ingredients. It was from Portugal. Mm-hmm. The active ingredients was panthenol and vitamin E. Yes. Five days, every day, and it's gone. That's good, isn't it? I went to my GP just the other day and showed him, and he's already prescribed probably three or four different types of cream. Yes. None of, none of them worked. And uh, he was amazed. He said, uh, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Well, he's a good GP. Well done. My, my question is, do you manufacture, create, or know of uh, any any creams that have those active ingredients? Because this, this jar's only going to last so long. Okay. Look... I could easily work that out for you. What I would like you to do is email me with the uh, details of the constituents, uh, particularly any proportions of the constituents in the product. And I I will get back to you and indicate to you their availability in Australia because some things uh, that are used in Europe may not be permitted to be used in Australia, but I would think this would be okay. Email me, um, and I'll give you an email address. Have you got a pencil and paper? Already. Okay. SC Herbs. C Herbs. At Optusnet. At? Optusnet. Dot com dot au. Now, if if you have any pro- trouble there, you can always contact my rooms on four nine five six two three two one four nine five six two three two one. If you give me those details, I'll track that down for you. The proportions, ideally, or the percentages, are probably as important as the ingredients. So, uh, give me as much information as you can, and I'll see if I can hunt down uh, the product or a compounding pharmacist that might be able to manufacture it for you. Great news there. That's good. Now, let's go for our next call. It's off to Toronto. And is it Tasila? Yes. Or can you turn your radio down just quickly because we'll get that little bit of feedback there. If you turn that down, we'll be right to talk to you then. We've got Dennis here. Looking forward to having a chat to you if you just turn that radio down. Hello. How are you? Very 
good, thank you, doctor. Good, good, good. Um, yes, please, maybe you can advise me. I have a very low bone density. I wish to know which, how can I improve my bone density? I try too many medications like a Caltrite or Fosamax and um, any other manage uh, to help the bone density. Okay. Um, you, is your bone density seriously um, low? Yes. Seriously low? Yes. And you're obviously using a calcium supplement? Yes. And the calcium supplement you are using uh, is a calcium supplement that is also blended or combined with other substances that promote a better uptake of calcium? Yes. I am taking calcium. Uh, Fosamax I take for 10 years. Yes. And now the doctor said me I have to change to um, to Prolia. Yes. I think it's the last medication. And, and your, do your doctor has prescribed that for you? I would go along with what your doctor has prescribed for you because if your bone density is seriously low, uh, you are wise to get it addressed medically before you have a fracture which might compromise you seriously. So work with your doctor on that one. I think you're in good hands there. Okay. You don't know any other medication that is natural medication? There's nothing that I'm aware of that can compete so quickly with the substances that your doctor's prescribing. All right. Now, Chris has been waiting patiently at Lantern. Hello, Chris. G'day. How are you? Hello, Chris. How are you doing there? Good, uh, Dennis. Um, I just rang up, mate. My uh, mother, she's got cardiomyopathy. Yes. Now she's being diagnosed with heart failure because she's taken a certain fluid tablet and dropped all the sodium levels in her body. Yes. She wants to know, would co coenzyme Q10, would they you know, be, do her any beneficial? Okay. You know, would that be beneficial for her and is it safe to take? Okay. Uh, coenzyme Q10 is also known as ubiquinone it exists in our bodies as we get older the theory is its levels deteriorate and some medications are considered also to uh, hasten that but in your mum's case um, if I had uh, cardiac myopathy it would be one of the substances that I would certainly be discussing with my cardiologist because my reading on it suggests it has significant use uh, for heart muscle problems now every every case is obviously different and I'm not a cardiologist and wouldn't purport to be one yeah. and it might it might be that mum's case uh, is outstripped the ability of the, this substance to do her any good but I don't know anyone that's had a reaction to uh, taking it and a lot yeah. of patients a lot of patients uh, that are on statins um, wisely, in my opinion, also take coenzyme Q10, and very few of them have I consulted or seen that have had any problems with it. I think it would be useful, and I'd be surprised if the cardiologist had any objection to it, because it is a substance that circulates in our system, uh, albeit at her stage it might be very uh, much in low level, and giving her a try on it I think would be worthwhile considering with the cardiologist. The other thing that I would say, though, is that um, I believe that the herb hawthorn berry yeah. is a terribly underrated herb, even medically. It is a quiet achiever, the quiet achiever, and I quote the words of Dr. Rudolf Weiss, uh, one of the greatest exponents of herbal medicine in the medical world in Europe, who said that hawthorn berry 
was the herb for the failing heart. Now, if I was in mum's situation, and I say if I was in mum's situation, I would be uh, thinking of using coenzyme Q10 and hawthorn berry as two potentially useful supplements. Now at Gorakin, hello Kay, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Hello Kay. Hi Stuart, Dennis. Um, I turned the radio on and I, I caught the end of your session, um, but I'm not quite sure I got the whole story. Okay. It was something to do with sage, and was that okay. for perspiration or something? Yes, I was explaining to our first caller, Helen, that sage is documented and well documented to have what's called antihydrotic characteristics. That is, it has a lessening effect on abnormal perspiration so that women that go through the change are sometimes afflicted by flushing and subsequent perspiration. And my experience is that sage is sometimes remarkably useful in addressing that problem. And I encouraged uh, Helen uh, to get hold of some sage in the right concentration. It won't work if you just fiddle with it. It has to be in a stipulated dosage. And I suggested if she was having trouble getting that, she could get it from my rooms in, in New Lambton. But you're at Gorakan. There'd have yeah. to be a practitioner down there. Um, you've got a health food store at Gorakan, have you? Uh, yeah, I think there is one. Okay, there, yeah. I, I know that there's a compounding pharmacist who studied under me at, uh, at Chittaway. Oh, that's uh, too far away. Is it too far away? What a pity. Yeah. But I'm giving you the information, how you access it. Unfortunately, you kind of have to do it. But if, if you can't get it, you can, of course, get it from, from, from my rooms. But I have found, to come back to your point, that sage can be sometimes remarkably useful, even on its own. Well, uh, mine's not to do with the change. I'm 76. Yes. And I get up in the morning yes. now that summer's here. Yes. And I get out of to the kitchen and I'm just running perspiration oh down my face. Well, the, I carry the, a towel with yeah. me all day. Well, I would get hold of this because Helen is a lady in in your age bracket and the woman that I referred to that I treated years ago from Goulburn was in your age bracket as well um, and she did remarkably well. So regardless of where it's coming from, I'd still give Sage a try. It's not expensive as you would realise and it's very safe and it's worthwhile giving a go. All right, Dennis, please say hello to Andrew at Taro. Hello, Andrew. How's it going? Um, along with that last caller and your first caller, um, yes. my uh, wife has was diagnosed with breast cancer. Yes. And uh, it's a hormonal-based yes. yes. uh, trigger. So yes. um, she's had to have a hysterectomy. Yes. And so she's got this massive, um, uh, the hot flushes yes. and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Would sage help along those lines? Okay. Um, as far as I'm aware, and I say this uh, cautiously, as far as I'm aware, sage has no significant uh, estrogenic characteristics. So your wife's breast cancer was probably hormone receptive, was it not? That is correct. Okay. So your wife, like many women that have had breast cancer procedures, uh, would not be advised to be using um, herbs or foods that are rich in, in estrogen chemistry. As far as I'm aware, sage does not bear that characteristic. And in my opinion, therefore, um, it would be a useful uh, remedy to try, albeit like anything like this, it should always be run past her medical manager. But yes. I would be very, very surprised if there was any objection to using it. Uh, if you're in Europe, um, sage is the most popularly used remedy uh, for women who are experiencing 
uh, flushing and perspiration regardless of where it's coming from and there isn't too much adverse uh, feedback from consequences of using sage run it past the gp i'd be very very surprised if there are any contradictions uh, or contraindications for using it in that situation it's four nine two one six two one six health naturally with dennis stewart hello kim at bulwara hello kim Hi, Dennis. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Kim? Oh, good, thank you. Good, good. Um, just a question. I've got a little 14-month-old granddaughter. 14 months? Yeah. Yes, okay. Probably for the last three months. Yes. She's just really um, a lot of mucus, snotty nose, and yes. a bit of a testy cough, and they've had yeah. it to the doctors. Yes. And doctors say, no, she's fine. Okay. Um, so I was just wondering, is there something okay. herbal that would help her? Is your uh, granddaughter fair? Yes. Is she blue-eyed? Hazel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look, uh, has she got a broad nose? No. Okay. Because I found over the years that where you have uh, fair kids, particularly blue-eyed kids with broad, with a broad nose, I know this sounds rather left field, that they are particularly <laughs> prone to snotty conditions. But um, I'm, go- I'm going to make some suggestions here that yeah. uh, are not going to cost your daughter anything and are worthwhile and very safe and yeah. I've, I have found most useful. Um, is she a big milk drinker? Uh, she, well, she's only just been put on to, like, um, cow's milk. Okay. How, how long has she been put on cow's milk? Uh, probably four. Oh, yeah, it's probably been four months. Yeah. Oh, no, two months. Yeah. Two months sorry. Look, um, I'm a great fan of dairy products. Don't get me wrong. I have cows myself. But I have found over my 30-odd years of practice that some people seem to react uh, mucusy to dairy yeah. products. Um, what I'm going to suggest is that, uh, your daughter perhaps consider moving from um, cow's milk products to give goat's milk products a try. Yeah. Uh, prior to the Second World War, a Dr. Vera Walker, who was a British uh, medical practitioner, wrote a book entitled The Therapeutic Benefits of Goat's Milk, and it influenced me greatly, and I have seen many, many cases of people that have benefited by trying goat's milk in place of cow's milk products. Now, I know many will turn their nose up at that and say, oh, this is just nonsense. It's not nonsense. I've observed it. It's not going to cost your daughter anything. Try it. And the second thing is, second thing is, go to your health food store and get hold of what are called tissue salts. You're writing this down? Tissue salts. I'll just get a pen. Right. Yeah, I know tissue salts. Yep. Kaylee Murr. You probably know Kaylee Murr. I know Kaylee Murr. Kaylee Murr 6X and Ferrum Foss 6X. If you're familiar, oh, okay. if you're familiar with the tissue salts, you'd, you'd understand that perfectly. For listeners that aren't, the tissue salts are one of the safest and most reliable bracket of remedies, particularly for kids, in addressing some of these mundane conditions. They're very safe. They've been around for a long time, and sometimes they will work when nothing else works. They're as cheap as dirt, so to speak. Kaylee Mer and Ferrum Foss are still my standby for this mucusy, snotty nose condition in young people, and rarely do I find it fail. So tell your daughter to give her a break from cow's milk, try goat's milk, and get her onto the tissue salts. Hello, Christina. How are you? Oh, good, thank you. Hello, Christina. Hey. How can I we help you? I wonder if you could help me a little bit. Well, um, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Of, oh, sorry. We've got a couple of things going mm. on in our life which, which has made me very anxious, and yes. I just wonder if there's something you could help me with. Are you on any prescribed medication, Christina? Yes, it's um, um, Ali P 
hand. Okay. Alcohol, so, so your doctor has prescribed an anti-anxiety medication? Yes. Okay. Look, you always have to be a little bit cautious when you are using other things in conjunction with mainstream antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication. So be cautious there. How long have you been on the medication that your doctor would have prescribed? Maybe two weeks. I don't take them every day. Oh, you only take them episodically, do you? Yes. Okay. Look, just a couple of little things, and you should mention them to your GP. He's your prime medical manager, or she is, and they need to know what you're doing. Um, some of the herbs that are used could perhaps work with what you're taking and take the edge off it. Have you got a pencil and paper? I'll mention some of the herbs that uh, you could source either at your health food store or from your pharmacy. They'll be generally referred to as anti-stress herbs, and that's a bland name. They go a little bit deeper than that. But herbs like, for instance, a valerian. You got that down? Yeah, I have. Hops, believe it or not. Hops. Hops, H-O-P-S. Yep. And passion flower. And a one that comes from South Asia, which is popularly used by Western naturopaths and herbalists, is a herb called withania, W-I-T-H-A-N-I-A. W-A? W-I-T-H-A-N-I-A, withania. Okay. Now, there are four herbs. Um, you can, generally speaking, get those combined in a liquid form. Where do you live? You're at? Rutherford. Rutherford. I'm sure your pharmacist... Um, well, you may have a pharmacist there that's compounding and that has a herbal dispensary. They could be combined into a liquid preparation for you and a dose structured. Otherwise, you'd be obliged to source one or more of them in an encapsulated or tableted form. But go to your, go to your pharmacist there. He's got a good name and mention those herbs uh, to him or her. Also mention that you are on prescription medication and uh, just ensure that there's no clashing there. I'd also take, I'd also take a, a, an anti-stress B vitamin combination. You can get those from your pharmacist quite easily. All right. Good luck with that. Hopefully that helps. And at Adamstown, hello, Ian, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? How are we going to help you, Ian? Um, well, I really just rang to uh, let your listeners know if any of them have particular interest in the celiac disease, to uh, go online to the ABC and have a look at the Catalyst program that went to air this week. Uh, it was just um, a very, very good episode. Oh, that's very helpful, and, and thank you for ringing in on that, Ian. Um, um, celiac uh, disease is frequently one of those conditions that goes under-recognised, and um, some people, when they find out that they are uh, gluten intolerant, um, have a breakthrough in health. So thank you so much for ringing in. Now, let's take a look at some popular herbs. You've got three mm. popular herbs you're going to share well, with us. Well, we started on this, didn't we? We never yes. got around to talking about them. Look, at the end of this program, I think it's good to reflect on three herbs that I've emphasized during the year as the year comes to an end. The first herb that we need to mention is one of my most popular herbs, Panax ginseng or Korean ginseng. I see it as still a remarkable herb, particularly for elderly people, but not only for elderly people, for people that are high performers, athletes, etc. What are some of the benefits? Okay, it's what's referred to as an adaptogen, and what that basically means is that it's a herb that causes the body to adapt to physical, uh, biological stress more effectively. And 
we believe that one of the reasons why elderly people, particularly in Asia, take it is that they've noticed over the centuries that it improves their resistance to infection and secondly it improves all those vital factors that tend to diminish in in the in the aging process so a great fan of a fan of ginseng as an ongoing uh, herbal tonic to resist aging and to promote improved uh, anti-infection function particularly as we get older Another one of my favourites, of course, is the ginkgo, and I pride right, myself yeah. on the fact that I gave the first lectures in Australia on ginkgo many, many years ago. And we hear you talking about product. ginkgo. What does it yeah. do? Ginkgo biloba is a, a remedy that has so many properties that we would exhaust the program talking about them. But it, it again, is remarkable for addressing things like, for instance, vertigo. Oh, okay. Uh, tinnitus had a patient in yesterday who vouched for the efficacy of ginkgo biloba in the right dosage, and I emphasise that, when persevered with over quite a few months as taking the edge off a hitherto hideous experience of tinnitus. It's also a great memory, a great memory herb. And as we get older, not necessarily as we get older, but certainly as we get older, our memory begins to decline. Uh, Ginkgo made its reputation in Europe as a remedy to promote focus, concentration and recall and I believe therefore it's one of these remarkable remedies that elderly people who live in fear of memory loss should consider and thirdly the third herb the third herb and I take it every day of my life I'm a great believer that you would have heard me talk about it today and that is the hawthorn okay I consider hawthorn the berries how and does the it leaf. help it certainly helps the heart but it's a quiet achiever it's best seen as a medicinal food a quiet achiever is not technically speaking a heart drug, but its impact on the health of the heart is such, as I said earlier, Dr. Rudolf Weiss, one of my mentors, said it's the herb for the ageing heart. That's why I take it, Dave. Okay, and that one's <laughs> called Hawthorne. Hawthorne. The best preparations are based on the berry and the leaf, and for anyone driving through the New England at a certain time of the year, particularly Armadale on the outskirts, you'll find Hawthorne berry everywhere. You've done well again today. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. We'll catch you next Friday from midday. It's Health Naturally with Dennis Stewart. And thank you so much for all your calls. You really make the show. We appreciate that.